Did You Have To was a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey everyone, welcome back to Did You Have To, where we're just two bad bitches talking about anime. Woot woot! And today, we're going back to our old format for a bit, and we are going to review and discuss the live-action 2017 version of Tokyo Ghoul for a nice spooky October. As always, I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha, and I'm excited, as y'all can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, like, y'all don't understand. Dan, we've tried to watch Tokyo Ghoul how many times so since we started the show? Like, I feel like it's been put on and taken off Funimation at least three or four times. I'm convinced they listen to me and you like texting each other. Mm-hmm. And then they know because I have the app on my phone. So they know like, let's just, hey, 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 let's just mess with these bitches and take it off real quick. Okay, now we're going to throw it back up. They think they're going to watch <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul today. <laughs> they thought wrong. <laughs> It's got to be somebody there to just like to make sure like, hey, let's just torture these two weebs and then take it down. Yep. And then put it right back up. I'm like, Funimation, I love you. You truly have been a blessing to my life that I can get through one piece. But if y'all can just stop playing games with my live actions <laughs> so we could actually watch them, that'd be great. Um, but thanks for whoever decided to throw it back up there. I don't know why, but they did after... I guess two years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how Funimation works when it comes to their live action releases, but they'd be up there one day and then they'd be gone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yes, so happy. Um, but before we get into it, want to dive into crunchy time? Is crunch time? Yeah, I can't. Crunch, it, crunch it's time. been a while. Crunch time. <laughs> crunch time. Crunch time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you you're a first time listener, uh, crunch time is a part of the show where we talk about the anime that we've been watching on. Mostly Crunchyroll, but we're branching out a little bit. Uh, Nisha, why don't you go first? Oh, okay. So, I have been re-watching uh, Castlevania. <laughs> it, it is spooky season. It's the season. Yeah. Also, we just did Seis Manos, which made me like miss Seis Manos after I was done watching it. So, I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and watch, I'm gonna go ahead and watch uh, Castlevania now. Yeah. And then go back to Seis Manos. <laughs> Just keep alternating. That's the perfect October watches. Right. But I like, I just, I love how good and tight Castlevania is, but it just makes me want the third season more. When does and like, happen? after like I did, girl, I don't know. They keep playing games with us. I thought it was going to, I, I truthfully thought it would have been this year before the year was over, but maybe we'll get it before next Halloween. Who knows? I mean, I understand animation takes some time and it's hard work, but I would really like it. So then like not having it drove me to do research like about the video game because this is what I do when I become obsessed about something or love something. I go to Wikipedia and do a deep dive. Yeah. And I'm just like, because I always understood like the concept of Castlevania. Like I knew about the video game, but I never knew about the lore in the video game. So now I've just become more eager to find out if they're going to follow the the lore yeah. with the video game. Because then huh. I feel like I'm going to cry <laughs> if they do. Huh. That's really cool, yeah. actually. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to say anything because I don't want to possibly spoil anything. Yeah. I don't know if I can. So that's about it. But I highly recommend it for people who have not seen it. Or if you've seen Safe Models and you have not seen Castlevania, definitely check it out. Uh, it's um, done by the same studio so i think yup um and it's i think they do an awesome job of animating fight scenes that's like my 
favorite thing about it is all the fight scenes in both series, but specifically like what they do in Castlevania and like when they're fighting monsters yeah. and you and the monsters are fighting, they get them like, it's just so good. And it does a really good job of telling the story of Dracula yes. in a different way. In like a beautiful way. Like right. I want to marry him. Like, right. Because man is right or die. If there is right or die in the dictionary, right. it is freaking Dracula. It is. And the thing is that like Dracula, like, again, we both love horror. Mm-hmm. I think, for so many years, Dracula has been told in so many different ways where he's like a calculating villain, where he's a uh, where he's a strategic genius, where he's just a monster, like with no sense of self. And but the, this one is so good because it makes him human. Yeah, like it yeah. makes it like you feel for that man when he finds out that his wife was killed. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm giving spoilers about the series, but whatever. It's, it's the game's been out for forever, so it's not that different. But the point is, <laughs> also, it's like the anime has been out for forever. Right. It's been three There's years. There's only two seasons, but it's been a long time. And the first season is four episodes, so y'all have no excuse. You're not Kate with a promise never I only give her an You're excuse. You're gonna get people on me again. <laughs> you got the director of Ses- or the writer of Seis Manos on me. So like... Wait! Where was this? Did you not see it? So, uh, shout out, no. shout out to Becca Bess. Uh, she added me, telling me to get on The Promised Neverland. And then I saw that one. responded <laughs> saying that she was right. <laughs> Send that to me, please. Girl. If we had a studio, that would be framed on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did see Becca's. I missed that reply completely. Yep. Oh. Um, my favorite writer. Yep. Because they know. Kate, it's gonna be. A, I think we're approaching a year. No, Promise Never Land came came out this year. So the point is, you got time. Mm-hmm. But sorry, I went down the. We went down the spiral there. But yeah, just watch Castlevania if y'all want to see a beautiful depiction of Dracula and also monsters and carnage and gore and beautiful fight scenes and Trevor. Oh, Trevor! God. <sighs> uh, fuck Trevor, marry Dracula. That's life. Um, I mean, you're not wrong, but what about Alucard? But see, you can't have, you can't go from the son to the father. Yeah, that's just weird. But that is very anime, if we're being real. <laughs> no, if we're Kate, being no. real, that's some anime <laughs> shit right there, and you know it. Kate, that's some... You're- That's some P. Diddy and Steve Harvey's daughter stuff right there. That's fine. <laughs> no, I, I will choose to fuck Trevor, marry Dracula, kill Alucard. I love Alucard, don't get me wrong. But I go on that order because Dracula loves like no other person. That's true. You can't, you can't just yeah. give it up. It's so hard because Alucard, the way he cries... It hurt me. Yeah, you're not I just want to give him a hug with my legs. You're not wrong. (laughs) Just want to give him a hug with my legs. All the hugs and all the legs. That's anime. That Um, is a weeb's life in anime, is do I want to fuck this character? (laughs) Hey. Am I wrong? No, because 2D men can't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm not buy, talking I'm about buy physically. You an anime pillow for your birthday. 
<laughs> no, okay, don't send that here. You gonna get some cuddles? <laughs> don't send that here. <laughs> hey, no, I get colored cuddles. But, like, enough about me. We're gonna cake. What did you watch? I got all my trashy manga shit, and I watched <laughs> Vampire Night and Vampire Night Guilty. Of course you did. I mean, come on. I've only been talking about sexy vampires for the last two days. Three days I now. know you. Uh, yeah, so I watched Vampire Night Guilty, which, if you don't know, was, like, a 2008 uh, anime based on a manga and all you have to do is google vampire night or even vampire night guilty and you will see that it is definitely a 2008 anime <laughs> um, i'm gonna google it <laughs> so the plot is yuki's earliest memory is of a stormy night in winter where she was attacked by a rogue vampire and rescued by kaname kuran a pure blood vampire now 10 years later yuki cross the adopted daughter the headmaster of cross academy kay and cross has grown up and become a guardian of the vampire race, protecting her childhood crush, Kaname, from discovery as he leads a group of vampires at an elite boarding school. At her side is Zero Kiryu, a childhood friend whose hatred for the creatures that destroyed everything he held dear leaves him determined to never trust him. The coexisting arrangement seems all well and good, but have the vampires truly renounced their murderous ways? Or is there a darker truth behind their actions? In this world of secrets, nothing is as it seems. The price of misplaced trust may even be worse than death. Should Yuki truly find out what was in her past, is the truth going to hurt her worse than not knowing? Uh, yeah, I made that I real dramatic. I just love how you read that. You did? This, this show is extra. Like, <laughs> it is. How extra? How extra is their eyes take up 80% of their heads. That's how you know. <laughs> that is how you know it is like peak 2000s shoujo bullshit. You're right. <laughs> and then there's it like is a minor incest plot. So that's how you know that it is peak. What? You didn't know that? No, okay. that went right over my okay, head. Look, this I'm... thing has been around for forever, so I'm going to spoil it, but it's on Netflix and Hulu. You can go watch it both in dub and sub. But uh, yeah, so she's actually. A pure blood vampire who was made human. Okay, sounds but legit. She was in love with her brother, who is Kaname, and they had babies together when they were both <gasps> vampires. No. Yeah, but no. since she became a human, she forgot all of that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. So. If that, yeah, it, it gets, it goes real out there. So I don't watch Pat. I don't watch like the last five episodes of Vampire Night Guilty because I'm just like, mm, it says it's too much anime. You're going, yep. you're going there. Um, and you ain't got a good enough story for me to stay. Um, <laughs> right. I think that is, everyone has their um, weeb threshold when it comes to anime. Like where you draw a line yeah. when it comes to certain anime tropes. For me, it's incest. And and pedof and like that teetering pedophile thing, like where it's like, oh, they're like a teenager, and I'm 28 years old. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna stop that right there. Yep. You're a student. That's a you're a student. That's a teacher. Nope, not happening. Like all that stuff. And as soon as, yep. as soon as I find out some fuckery's afoot, yep. no. That being mm -mm. said, taking off Vampire Night Guilty, which is packaged as a second season in Hulu and Netflix, 
The first season of Vampire Night is actually a very good story with this, like, really thick sexual chemistry between Zero and uh, Yuki. So I would watch the first season and skip the second season because the first season is actually really, really good. And when I was younger, I may have or may have not read some Lemon fan fiction that took me <laughs> in zero to places that they needed to go. Um, but if you've listened to this podcast, you know that that is what I do. So, I mean, I feel like we both have agreed that there somewhere out there mm-hmm. is our untitled fan fictions that we will never tell people yep. where they can find them. Yep. Um. Good luck to y'all. You'll never know what that username is. This, the content is still out there. I left things unwritten and I still get pings about people wanting me to write another chapter. I It has been 10 years. I don't know what the fuck to write. But y'all are never going to find it. Nope. Mm-mm. But I do. I will agree. I definitely like the first season. And that probably explains why I didn't know about the other stuff. Yeah. Yep. So, Last season is uh, off the rails. And also Zero and... Yuki aren't the prime thing, which just frustrates me because I liked them and I really like Zero because he's like that. He's that white-haired anime boy who's very tortured, mm-hmm. and I want to hug him. There's just in Yuasha, this boy. Alucard. Alucard. Alucard's <laughs> blonde, but yeah, Alucard. Pretty much white hair. Yeah, we can count him. He got green there. Yeah, you're right. You're right, but. You, we're just gonna build out that list for you, but yeah. See, this completely explains it. I never finished the second season. I never. I, I finished the first season. And I was done. So that explains why that went completely over my. Yep, it is happens Ooh. like a little over midway in the second season. I'm shook. I'm shooketh. Yep. Good luck, guys. Well, mm. that's uh, that's your trooper watching. You get it? Nope. Vampires is your brand now. Or it's been your brand. But also, if Oscar Isaac or someone who listens, who knows Oscar Isaac listens to this, put that man as a vampire in something, please. Yes. Just going to throw that out there. Put that out in the energy. You've already done your part. I'm just trying to do my part so we can make that a thing. I, and don't make him animated. I, make him real life. I also just want the world to know that I crossed 4,000 Twitter followers because mm-hmm. of the intersection of sexy vampires and sexy Oscar Isaac. So thank you to that fan. Hey, right. There is there is an audience <laughs> who will pay for it. <laughs> All right. You ready to get in a ghoul? Yes. Or Tokyo ghoul? All righty. Um, so I have the synopsis from the film pulled up. So I'll just read the blurb of it. A college student is attacked by a ghoul, a being that feeds on human flesh. He later receives an organ transplant from the ghoul, becoming part monster himself. Now he lives in a world in between the world of ghouls and humans, trying to live. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Um, Trying to navigate the world between ghouls and humans and fight against his desire to feed on human flesh there <laughs> sorry i couldn't hold the sneeze in yeah this is like if you haven't seen tokyo ghoul before like tokyo ghoul is a standard like i'm a monster i don't want to be a monster i'm a monster i don't want to be a monster mm-hmm. okay maybe i can be a monster sometimes if it helps people right and it's like oh now i understand the monsters and they're not that they're monsters they're just like us and they're just trying to survive and the humans are the real monsters <laughs> right the plot twist it's the humans 
that shouldn't be allowed to live. Yep. Yeah. It's... I will say... So, like, let's just touch on the source before we dive too much into the movie. So the source... Love the first season. Yeah. Like, first season's very solid. It's really good. And it does a really good job. (laughs) In the first episode, I had no... uh, I I said, like, the first season does a really good job of like if you were to just start watching it you have no idea what's happening like what was yeah. what was going to happen so like um excuse me when like Kaneki was about to go like this whole like meeting the girl at the coffee shop and getting asked out on a date and all this stuff and you like have no idea that she's a ghoul luring him to eat him the entire time because of like how the anime starts off yeah. and then as she's about to eat him I think her name is Rize or Riza. Um, like I, I still don't remember if someone saved him or if it's just like it's a coincidence that there was a construction going on and like the building, like the pieces crash on her. Yeah. And he was already yeah. injured, and they gave her organs to him. Which, as I was watching that in the movie, I'm like, no, this makes sense. She's more damaged than he is but then i realized she's a ghoul so she's stronger that's why they gave her organs yeah because that was one of the things that i thought too because uh it, it wasn't until uh what's her face um the the girl the girl ghoul the one that trains him uh oh uh, Kir- kirishima uh mm-hmm. toka uh toka, toka. Mm-hmm. yeah when uh she <clears throat> Uh, when she says that their bones heal instantly, so I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's squished, but like her organs, yeah, they were right. probably like repairing themselves, and then they found her, and they're like, oh, these are good organs, and mm-hmm. they didn't realize that she was a ghoul, right? That's true, and but it's like when she, but it's the scene when like she bites the. Sh- and I like and she like goes in for a hug and he thinks like oh this is great I might have a girlfriend and then she bites the shit out his shoulder yeah <laughs> I just kind of cackled I'm like oh shit they went there they actually showed her biting him and like have like chewing off bits of it I was like ooh this is gonna be gory yep oh so good it's really- and then it's so good but yeah like I I definitely like the anime i have not got i've read the manga so i've read all the manga the manga is not complete um because i'm a weeb (laughs) (laughs) but like the second season of and then this goes for the manga too like the second half of it and then the second season of it i am lost it is it it is a bit confusing the fucking rails man like and very much even try to get on the rails which is the problem Mm -hmm. I think it just got like they decided like okay cool fresh start here we're gonna f- do a flash forward by like you know four or five years and here's this person with white hair you're still not sure who he is yep but surprise it's Kaneki but it's still like do does he you know he's Kaneki I don't I just I it was confusing for me it was but real confusing right but i will like i said the first season of the anime love it i will one day finish that second season of the of the anime but even the manga i kind of just like put it down for a while i'm like i don't even know what i'm doing anymore here so yeah and it's funny because okay. like, tokyo ghoul is something that i just watch all the time because i just love like the visuals of it and like oh yeah itself. but like i rewatched season one 
mm-hmm. all the time. I don't really touch anything else because I think season two goes into Tokyo Ghoul Re, right? Right. That's yeah. that's it. And it's I don't know what's happening. That's Kaneki's mask. His hair. Right. Wipes. And then <laughs> Right. So it is it's Tokyo Ghoul Re yeah. that I'm lost. And it's like so my bad. I misspoke. So I think so Tokyo Ghoul has two seasons, right? Tokyo so Tokyo Ghoul has one season and then Tokyo one season. and then Tokyo Ghoul Re is two. But the problem right. is, is if you go into like, so I usually, I, I came to it watching it on Hulu, it packages it all as the same thing. It doesn't right. differentiate it. So if you're watching it chronically, like in a, in a, in a watcher, like Crunchyroll Funimation, Hulu, mm-hmm. it takes you from season one into Tokyo Ghoul Re season one into season two of Tokyo Ghoul Re. And it acts mm-hmm. like it's all one story. Right. So I actually, because I was trying to find out what was happening in Tokyo Ghoul season two, but I couldn't find it. And that was why I found out that it was actually Tokyo Ghoul Re. Right. So it's a bit confusing. And it just like, it starts off even more confusing because you're wondering how the hell did we get here? But it's still a great series. It really is. It's a really good series. It's like really good horror series for like, I mean, I still don't know. I, I think of a ghoul. I think of them like they're not zombies. They're not like, I think when I first think of ghoul, because like you, we've talked about Vampire in Brooklyn, yeah. right? Okay. So I was rewatching it. And then I remember how the Eddie vampire, Maximilian, turns, I can't remember the character's name, Dwayne Wayne from a different yeah. world into a ghoul. <laughs> So that like, and that, I think that's like, that stuck to me like before we were doing this, and I'm just like, is that what a ghoul is? Like, te- like, like defined as in the dictionary? I'm still, I just think of it as a monster though. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think, I, so like, I think ghoul is a concept that gets used in like a lot of different things. Like, a right. ghoul is also different in like uh, supernatural and stuff. Mm-hmm. For here, I just True. don't really understand because I think like most of the time when ghouls get like told, like the basic lore behind a ghoul is it's like something without a soul. Mm. I think I'm pretty sure. I feel like that's one iteration of it is, is that it, they don't have souls yeah. or they don't like they're missing something that like humans don't have, but they look just like exactly, humans. Exactly. Yeah, and like, I think at least for here, like in Tokyo Ghoul, I think that the ghouls are just like more intense vampires, personally, a little bit. Right. But their bodies can do crazy things, which is really right. Cool. But like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So now comparing it to the movie. Yes. How do you feel it compared? The beginning is really close. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of it is really close to being perfect. Oh, I agree. Like that I casting mm-hmm. did really well. And I will report no two terrible w- wigs. Yeah. I will, well, nope. Sorry. So the dude in the white coat, but we'll get there. He, <laughs> I forgot. He's also where shit just goes off the rails. So, like, yeah, like, yeah, and like, uh, and then off the rails in that, like, it was a very faithful adaptation until that man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, because the beginning, it's almost like shot for shot, 
it, it captures everything that, like I said, like they go on a date, they meet in a coffee shop. She's luring him to kill him and eat him, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then, like, even the scenes where, like, after he turned, he's like putting it together that he's a ghoul, like he's connecting the dots. Yeah. Of him, like, the, like how tortured he is, and like how he's so nauseous when he eats his favorite food. I like. I thought that was really, really good acting. Yeah. To like. Because you're starving, you can't eat what you want to eat. Like nothing is like he, nothing can sate like sate his hunger. Yeah. And it, it's it's just like in horror movies where it's just like someone who finds out they're a vampire and like, oh no, the, the hunger is like almost killing me. Yeah, and like I have to feed, but he's trying to fight it. Yeah, and I think that that's like I think that's why like the I think like the first half of this film is a solid horror movie. Like it's good, mm-hmm. and it's because it does just that. Like. In horror movies, like when people get turned into vampires for the first time, or they find out they're zombies right. or werewolves, they they run to the fridge and they're really hungry, but nothing is satiating them. And then they find that raw meat and they eat that raw meat, and that's like that's a trope that gets done in horror. And here mm-hmm. it gets done really well. But the cool thing that makes it interesting is like ghouls can't eat anything but human flesh. Like they they right. like everything tastes like shit to them, and so. Mm-hmm. In that scene in particular, he, like, spills milk all over the place, and there are clumps of food everywhere, and you mm-hmm. have, like, this Japanese kaiden, like, this Japanese, like, a like ghost story, um, like, traditional J-horror with the, like, the, the vision of the ghoul that turned him that way, like, coming right. in, it gets, like, pure horror, I'm like, oh, this is actually really freaking good, and, and the guy who plays Kaneki, uh, Masataka Kuboda? Uh, mm-hmm. he does a, you're right, he, he acts it really well. Oh, yeah. Like, a really good job, like, like, the look, like, I think he does a really good job with expressions throughout it, too. Yeah, he's really Because he sells it. With his face. Mm-hmm. And I think Because, again, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I said, again, we've seen so many, like, live-action adaptations, and, you know, people try to replicate the characters' faces, and it doesn't always do it well. Yeah. I, I think with Tokyo Ghoul, it works because it's not that they make their characters look any more realistic than any other anime does, but it's more like it's the emotions of fear and like um, desperation that comes across really well when he does it. Yeah, and I think that it works too for Kaneki because like even in the anime, Kaneki doesn't really talk that much. Like Kaneki Mm -hmm. kind of like Kaneki until the end of that first season is a person that things just happen to true like he he's really reactive and then like kind of like with most character arcs he switches from being reactive to being proactive Mm -hmm. and like grows and gets that agency but because of that he doesn't talk a lot so i think the casting of kubota as kaneki was like a really good it was really good casting, like not necessarily like mm-hmm. on look, but just in that guy's ability, like that actor's ability to just like tell a story with his freaking face. Like I did right. not need him to say, I'm hurting for me to know that he was hurting. Right. That was really good. I enjoyed that for sure. Just because again, we've seen some bad ones. Oh, but I think yes. I think this guy really did a really good job with acting and just like selling it. Um, yeah, really for the character, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, like like you said, I think the first half of it very solid horror, mm-hmm. but then as we get to like that second half of it, it 
like okay so it still follows the plot and i understand they're like they are kind of shoving in maybe the first seven episodes as like this arc for this movie so it's it's a significant amount of content like from when kaneki is like becoming a ghoul to when he's like this ghoul who's very powerful and like or at least like gone through a training montage and is strong enough to defend himself exactly and and now he's and now he's accept, he's coming to this acceptance of being a ghoul and like so yeah like you know i think about like seven or ten episodes he does like there's a lot of growth yeah. so like it's a lot to fit into a movie but they do it and it's not too terrible but it kind of goes off the rails where like what is it that triggers it oh the, the girl the the baby the girl ghoul the little yeah. girl and the mom they find out that her um her husband has gone missing so like they stay at the coffee shop and that's kind of like where the rest of the, that's the plot for the rest of the movie is yeah. that they find out that um forgive me i'm like forgetting all the names of like the organization and everything but the basically the organ hmm? the doves oh yeah the doves like they find out that the doves have basically kidnapped not kidnapped have killed the husband and is now and then they learned that later on but it's like as we like we're seeing it happen at the same time like the doves are tracking down the mom and then the girl and it's just like the dude who's playing the old man yeah maybe they should have just gotten an old man or an older man yeah to play that part yeah but so like the other thing that i don't like about that old guy in the white the white coat Mm -hmm. um right hold on look up his name yeah, I was just trying to find it too. Because uh, I don't know who he is supposed to play in here, but I think like it, it, I think he's supposed to be playing the like ghoul hunter, white haired kid guy. You no, know? not that. So he the white haired kid comes him? later. Okay, white. Okay, no, because I thought that was but... the first season, and I thought that they had just aged him up. So his like his predecessor, like his oh, his student, right. I guess, okay. is yeah. yeah. Never mind. Um, that's one dude. But um, what is his name? Gosh dang it! I know the guy. He's like he who he's training is Am- Amon. Yeah. Like, um, but shoot, it's like trying fine. to find. Yup, Amon <laughs> in the anime and in real life. Let's see. I think see. Rise was his name. Rise. Like R I Z E E. Oh, that's Rize. That's the girl that oh. killed Kanika. Oh, that tried to kill Kanika. Um, let's just put in white-haired man. Uh, it better not pop up with any other characters. Dude, it's anime. white-haired detective. I know. Again, <laughs> Aha, I did anime. it. No, it worked. It worked. His name is Kurio Mato. Okay. So he's a ghoul, first class ghoul investigator with um and he was he, he's the partner of Ama. There we go. Um so that so in the first season he is like the main pro- oh, um antagonist. That's right. No, I remember him now. Okay, yep. Yeah. I don't know why I immediately I think I just like that little kid way more than I like. The kid is much more likable than he this is. man. Because the, the man is like way more menacing as well in a weird right. way. Right. Like in this super bubbly, friendly, oh, I'll also kill you yeah. way. But like the man is just like, it's in a creepy way because it's like, okay, y'all are essentially murdering people. And his whole thing is like, you're not human. Yep. I can kill you. 
And I'm just like, wow. But like the really? creepier thing is that he steals parts of right. the ghouls and then mm-hmm. fights with them. Right. And it's like how he so they kill so they find a way to like track the girl and the, the girl and the mom. They track them. And then the girl is able to run away, get to Connie. Con- the girl has to see her mother die. Or like it doesn't see it because Connie's trying to stop her. But then it's like, so he killed they kill the mother. And then he decides to use ugh, what are they called? They're um I was gonna say tail things. I still don't know what they're called. That's where y'all look. Called. They're just like extensions of their body. Right. And I still it's like still hard to like have a not like this. They like project king, these king things. Way. So so they're called. He calls them King K. Okay. Like that's 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 what they turn the. That's what the weapons are called. Okay. So the ghouls, like when it's a part of the ghoul's body, it's the Ka Ku Ko. I swear, I probably messed that up. But anyways, it's like like Kate said, it's an extension of their body. It's like some of them come in forms of tails or wings, but it's their way of like defending themselves or fighting. Yeah. Um. I and. Sorry, go ahead. I'll bring it up. In a minute. Nope, you no, go no, ahead. No, keep going. It's coming up. Okay, and so the man, like you were saying, the man, he's a killer basically in my mind because he collects the parts and turns them into weapons and adds them to collections. And his whole thing about like hunting the child, he uses her, the mother's, uh, he uses the mother's kinke to draw the child out. Mm-hmm. And that is so creepy. And he's like, well, I have to complete the set. I'm like, you it's are so vile. It's right. So oh, and so okay. like the the part where she realizes what happened when she when he realizes is because like the mom had kind of like these like butterfly wings that would come out, which it it I'm describing them way prettier seeming than they are. They're like giant like butterfly. It's wings. like moth, moth it's like moth. wings. Yeah, like moth wings, mm-hmm. but they're made out of flesh. Right. <laughs> So it looks real weird. Um, mm-hmm. But the mom it had those play. and used them to like protect herself and to fight. And then, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, so her, when when the little girl shows up, it's just her mom's arm on the ground. And so she doesn't know what happened. Right. She kind of assumed that the mom died, but like, ghouls are ghouls. They can survive without an arm. Um, but then uh, he takes out the kinke that is the, the wings. And you're like, oh, shit. And the mm. daughter starts crying and screaming. And in the anime, that part hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like there was enough emotion in the movie. Right. And I blame that on pacing. Again, it's like they're trying to cry a lot yeah. into it. And we at least had like three to four episodes of the girl and the mom and like yeah. why we like and like understanding like more about them like they're just a regular family they're just trying to survive just like everybody else and like it's like you learned about the girl having a difficult time like trying to talk to people so like i think you learn you like you can ease we can easily like her more i'm not saying i don't like the character or the actress i'm just saying like it's easier to like her in the anime because you've had more time with her yeah Whereas, like, this is all happening in the course of a weekend, yeah. it feels like. like That's fair. But yeah, it, it was, it, it's traumatic when you think about it, like, oh, God, this man is using parts of her mother's body yeah. and, and father's body 
and about to try to kill her. And these are like things that she recognizes as like safety. Yeah. And I think that a lot of it too, like a lot of it comes from the fact that like at the end of the day, like it, we just, there isn't enough like emotion built between us and them. Like there's emotion. Mm -hmm. And I also don't feel like there's enough emotion built between them and Kaneki. Like I think obviously, obviously it's there because Kaneki is just like a good person. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a it's not enough for me to bring that kind of emotion that like I wanted from that scene. Right. Like Kaneki, like in the in everything, puts his puts his nose where he don't and don't need to. Oh, like yeah. he he's just like, well we gotta help. We gotta change things. And it's just like, huh, the privilege you have, sir. Do you yeah. think we would have like not do you think we want to eat human? Do we do you think like when he first comes to the coffee shop and he's like, well, she, they don't look like ghouls. And then the dude, the bar, the the um, barista is like, well, does she look like a ghoul? Do I look like a ghoul? What do you think ghouls look like? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, they're not all monsters who are just trying to kill people because they want to. It's like the only way they can survive. And I'm like, I'm not, first off, I'm not justifying cannibalism. I'm just, the point is that Kaneki has like, this moment where he realizes they're just trying to survive and the ghouls at the coffee shop the one like i feel bad like not remembering the name the whole point of the coffee shop is that's a safe haven for the ghouls um so that they can come and get meat that isn't from murdering humans like the way they get their meat in the anime i don't think i don't think they really showed it um in the in the live action, but in the anime, they just go and find people who committed suicide. Yeah. And they respectfully take the body. They treat it with respect. And then they, you know, chop it up and hand it out to people. So people don't have to murder humans. I'm not saying I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just saying like, they've found a better way to survive than killing humans. Like most other ghouls do. Yeah. So at least, and that's their philosophy is that they want to live in peace with, with humankind. Yeah. And there's that part where like the, I forget his name, but like the head of the, of, of the coffee shop of, of the thing says like, want to know a secret? I actually mm-hmm. like humans. Right. Like. Oh, and he's such a good character in the anime. He too. really yeah. is. He's just like a, a good father figure, grand, grandfather figure to everybody. But yeah. One hundred percent. But that, so we were talking about. Oh yeah, so the creepy man. Um, that wig was terrible. Yes, and, and it sucked because everything else in the in the in the movie is so good, like the costume design and the the makeup yep. and their hair are good. Mm-hmm. Tokas was great. Man. I mean, it's not that hard. I don't know if they were trying to make him look scraggly, like he don't wash his hair. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he looks cre- he looks creepy in the anime, but I think when they it's messed a different up, kind I'm, of creepy, right? They should have just casted an older actor, and I think that might have helped because you can definitely look at that man and say like that man got to be thirty, yeah, and you're supposed to be paying someone who is in their like sixties, yeah. So it's like because he looks like a frail old man in the anime and i'm not trying to be a stickler or anything but like putting 
a 30 something actor into a wig and making him crouch over doesn't make him look older. Yeah. It just makes him look odd with that wig on his head. Yeah. And it's like his partner, Amon looked like he was older than him. He did. He I'm just really like, did. So I honestly think that that might be why I'm just kind of like, yo, was this supposed to be the little kid? Yeah. You're not wrong because he definitely doesn't look the age of the character that he's playing. Yeah. But yeah, no, if, it, if that was supposed to be the little kid, I'd be upset because fun fact a sequel came out earlier this year. Yes, uh, so. Tokyo Ghoul S. Mm-hmm. So, and that that one's covering, I think, like, the second half of the se- first season. You know, not, like, the, not the big reveal, but, like, maybe, like, I guess, like, the second third of the first season, whatever, where it's, like, he meets some more ghouls. Yeah. And it's the one with yeah. the, the one where the ghouls fight, of like, had the fight club. That it gets real dark real quick, real fast. Right. Yep. And like fighting ghouls to the death and a death match. Yeah. And the yeah. ghoul who's like this super connoisseur of like of eating, it, people? It, of eating people. Like he's like the Gordon Ramsay of the ghoul. Yes. <laughs> oh, it go it, but yeah, you're right. It gets real dark. So we'll be ready for that whenever Funimation decides to put it on there and not take it away from us. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. I do want to say too, like as as bad as is the guy's wig was, I do think the way that they designed uh, Kaneki's ghoul mask was good. Mm. It looked oh, it's real good, really good, and I that's something that I felt like could easily go cartoonish, and it didn't. Right, it was mm-hmm. really good, um, and it was really good uh, when he opens it to take a chunk out of the the guy he's fighting. Like, it right. was really good. Like, the, the blood dripping off. And, like, mm-hmm. the one thing I didn't like was the um the finger thing he did. Because he did the, like, that's what anime characters do. Oh, yeah. And it just looked weird when a human did it. But that's it. That's my only thing. Yeah, that's true. I didn't like that. I didn't care for that either. Now you talk about it. Yeah, it just looked awkward. Yeah, and I feel like it was very easy for a lot look awkward in this movie yeah and i will say there's not a lot that happened because like i was definitely thinking the mask was gonna be a problem like they were gonna try to like make it look more i don't know i think they did a perfect job like you said it, it, it's like something that could have definitely came off differently yeah. but i think they did a really good job um i do kind of wish we could have built up more with toka yeah with like her whole thing because she has a lot of, she has a pretty significant part in the whole series yes but especially in the first season, where like I wanted to see her like going to school, like her being at school as a ghoul, yeah, and like how she has to like put on this facade, and she's like, like, like they did it a bit, like when her friend comes and like, hey, I brought you this lunch since you're at work, and yeah. I thought like you could try it, and like I made it for you, and it's just like, yeah, of course. I mean, like I'm on break right now, but I'll eat it. Yeah. Well, that's oh. the, that's the other thing that you lose too by having her part be so small is mm-hmm. in the anime she has a crush on her friend and that's why she's mm-hmm. forcing herself to like be sick while like eating that stuff. It's because right. she really really likes her. Mm-hmm. And I guess they don't explicitly say it, but it's like one of those like Japanese anime things where it's like it's it's it's, yeah. it's implied. It's hinted at. Yeah. 
it's pretty much like, why are you putting yourself through so much? And she's like, because she's my friend. And I'm like, let me go watch this in the sub. <laughs> mm. Yep. I don't think it's that you're just friends, but okay. Yeah, which, sure. uh, fun fact, if you like us, you should go watch Get in the Robot on YouTube. They have an entire episode about dubs erasing a queer identity. Mm. It There's plenty of that. that. Most recently, yep. me, uh, Evangelion on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw I saw people being oh. mad about that. Oof. It's nope. Thank you, America. Yeah. And for I mean, Sailor Moon. We gonna talk about the multiple yes, queer characters. Cousins were cousins, cousins flirting with each other were more acceptable, apparently. That's not how I hugged a cousin. Thank you, Alabama. I, <laughs> I never hugged my cousin that way. <laughs> flowers in the background or like remember like the dark crystal kingdom like the men yes yeah they had a whole relationship yes. well and they turned uh i think in the in the yeah in the in the dub they turn uh uh not zoisite but the other one the one yeah feminine, they turn they gender him as a woman right which i'm just like y'all really did this and we did not notice it until like we were older yep it's effed up like oh, it's yes. real messed up but you know what it's fine we know better now you can't fool us we can go watch the subs it we can read faster exactly. and the cool thing is is the dubs of Sailor moon crystal has fixed all of that right which i really enjoyed for that like it gives a lot of clarity because like i think when i was like maybe college and i rewatched sailor moon again just because i could at the time and i realized hold on pause like i knew about the cousins i knew that but like the men they had a thing going mm -hmm. on i'm like they lied to us they but anyway sorry <laughs> but yes check out check out getting to the robot because i think that would be a very interesting thing for a lot of people to check out mm -hmm. um where are we oh yeah but yeah with toka like you said like because they do toka a lot yeah just like her whole thing is just about revenge, uh, honestly, towards like the, I guess, revenge and saving um, uh, Kaneki. Yeah. Which, true, that's a big part in the se in season one when she's like looking out for Kaneki and like is very is vengeful, but there's more to her than that. Yeah. Like, I liked seeing her navigate through the human world. And like, cause she was alone, like the whole, like she doesn't have family and she's been on her own for a long time and how the coffee shop gives her a place where she has a connection to her community yeah. and everything. And, um, what was it? I just think it's, it was, it, it was really important for that character to see that she's, she just wants to be a teenage girl. Yeah. She doesn't want to have yeah. to eat like that's the thing she's struggling she has this inner struggle with herself do you think we would be this way if we wanted to yeah because it's it's one of those things that's frustrating too because when they first introduce her they kind of get at it because she tells Kaneki like i bet you love cake i don't know what that tastes like and then she like mm. all the things that she wished she could have but she never got a chance to and it right sucks because outside of that one part you're completely right in that they reduce her to just this revenge driven woman mm-hmm versus like somebody who desperately wants to be human and somebody who is get somebody who's just doing her best right and she is and like her whole thing is that like she doesn't want to take 
things lying down when it comes to like her like her people like yeah. being oppressed and like and like I think that's a really great thing but it's like it just really reduces it to being like they killed them so I'm gonna go kill them too but yeah. it's like no Instead it's more actually, than that because yeah, they don't actually like go through and like discuss the oppression piece and like mm-hmm. they just they they just put it as like I have to get back at them right because her dad was killed mm-hmm. I think that was a huge thing in the in the series like her dad being killed it changed her yep and then it's like she like but she still finds a way to be friends with humans and she's not doing it as an act exactly. as some other girls do like she genuinely still wants to be friends with humans but she's also hiding the secret like so she she's a multifaceted character is what we're getting at yep. Like, there's more to her, but I just feel like there was a missed opportunity to do more with her. And I feel like with season two coming, not season two, but with, like, the sequel out now, I hope to see that and hope to see there's more there. But I'm I'm also not holding my breath. Yeah, that's real fair. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens from there. Um, I guess, oh, I had a question. How did you like the fight scenes with the ghouls? So, like, I actually, I liked the fight scenes when it wasn't too much CG. It's not that I had a problem with the CG. I just actually thought that the fight choreography was pretty well done. Like, mm-hmm. I much more like uh, Kaneki's fight scene at the end versus right. Toka's. Because Toka's is so reliant on, like, CG, CG, CG jump. Right. Whereas, like, I feel like Kaneki's is way more grounded and you actually get to see him, like, do more physicality and it keeps it. It's more right. interesting to me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and his whole thing is definitely learning his power. Exactly. So he's like, and I think that was really dope to see. Yeah. Sorry not to interrupt no, you. You're good. Yeah. What did you think? Um, yeah, the CG, like, when it was, oh, it felt like there was some. Um, the part when he and the other ghoul, other guy ghoul, um, the pharmacy student, yeah, like the dude who will not appear again in this movie after this, but I'm sure he's going to appear in the sequel. Um, but that whole thing with them, I liked how they made their um, their. I'm just going to say ghoul tales. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a fake weeb. Ghoul tales, I, ghoul tales like like <laughs> like duck tales. Um, but I I liked how like they like his kind of made me think of Alien, like how it moved. Yeah. So I liked that. Um, but yeah, it was just like some parts it just felt like a lot of CG. Yeah, and it kind of just like took me out of the fight. So I think I preferred more more of like you said like the end, but kind of like with his like whole fight against Amon and it being more physical. Yeah, and it's like show like that was really cool. And then like them like and then um kind of using his ghoul tail. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, more in the fight towards the end was good, too. Yeah, and it was more, like, strategic rather than, like, mm-hmm. relying on it. Right. Because you're right. Toka's is completely heavily relied on CGI. Like, she like she can fight. She's strong. But it's, like, everything she does, she does with her going. Yeah, going. <laughs> yep. Kadeki has a <laughs> yeah. tail, and she has a going. Yeah, we're totally nerds, y'all. Please believe us. <laughs> I'm joking. We we're can't remember. Y'all can't expect us. Let's thing. get that right. We don't right. The and I don't want to. For stuff, I don't pretend to be Japanese like some of those other weeds. You know what? Right. And I'd rather give a, give them names than mispronounce something and butcher it. So y'all can deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but yeah, I I really liked it. I'm hoping with the sequel, like I'm doubting it's gonna head toward like because the last three episodes of the se- of the first season are my favorite, or maybe four because that's when shit really hits the fan. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna see it in the next movie. So I hope they make a third one and we see that. Yeah, because it gets it, it gets really crazy and more dark and I. I feel bad for Connie for everything he's going to go through up to this is the last time y'all might see this man happy. Yeah. Semi happy. Yep. And so it goes downhill from, from there. Yup. It's just, <laughs> it, it, I, I, I really wish I could say he will have better days in the next movie. He probably won't. <laughs> so yeah, but y'all can go and check out the first, the first season. And you know, if you're, Go and watch Ghoul Tokyo Ghoul Read. Um and see how y'all like that. Yep. Um oh but now let's give it our rating. So what would you give this? Uh... Oh yeah, and if this is your first time listening, we rate our movies on how much we had to drink to get through them. Yep. Um I would probably give it a one. Like I don't need like I don't really need a drink, but I would kind of like one. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not the best we've watched, but it is like that front half of it is strong. Mm-hmm. Like it's a strong horror movie, and it, it's really faithful. So, like I'm hoping with with Tokyo Ghoul S, and I'm hoping we get a chance to see it, um, mm-hmm. that they've actually kind of like gotten better CG. Which I mean, they might not have, but like Bleach had some pretty yeah. good CG, um, right? And I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot more. Like I think if that back half hadn't been so rushed, we could have got more development for Toka, more development for mm-hmm. the mother and the daughter between Keneki. And yeah, I mean, it's a strong first half. Uh, I don't hate it like at all. I really like it. I would watch it again, like no worries. So mm-hmm. yeah, probably one or two. Yeah, I'm gonna take one with a shot. <laughs> So give me one drink and then add, I'm going to be specific. It can be a white claw. Um, and then I'll take a shot because <laughs> I hope that gives a good description of where I put this movie. Because you're right. It's not the worst that we've watched. The first half is, I think, what makes me be very lenient with it yeah. because casting's great. Acting's great. Um, they do a really, really good job with like making it almost shot for shot and it's not to say that every adaptation has to be shot for shot but it is nice that they didn't try to like i like that they didn't try to ground a lot of stuff yeah. you know what i mean like they didn't try to ground the ghouls they didn't try to make it be like make it more convoluted like say like oh ghouls were created by scientists and oh. then blah blah, blah like is like that shade, be some is that shade of Fullmetal alchemist maybe it is <laughs> Maybe maybe it is. I'm sorry. I pause. No, I'm not sorry. But because we, I'm tired of seeing that happen. These like where they're going to ground something yeah. in order to make it seem believable. But like anime, especially when it comes to like different genres of like horror, fantasy, magic, it's not supposed to be grounded. You don't have to explain why something is the way it is. Yeah. The ghouls are never explained in like this in the in the series in the source material. They just exist, or at least, like, from my memory, I think they just have always existed. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I like that. And it doesn't have to be this whole, ooh, let's make it so that, you know, they were an experiment gone wrong and then they ran away and started populating. And before you know it, here they are, or we summoned them from the de- the depths of hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's it's just nice that things are the way they are. And then they tell the story. So I'll take a white claw on a shot. And yeah, and I watched this movie twice. So I didn't not like it. I enjoyed it. We just went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. If we had more time and if it wasn't so rough, I think, I think if this had been a series, which I feel like most times when they make a series of a live action, there's not really a point to it. But then also, but there's been live action series that we've watched that have been pretty good. Yeah. So, and I think that works for them better because they know that they have content to use. So, maybe that's where I'm going with this. Maybe this would have been really, really well if they did like a series because this is a very dramatic show. They could have made this an hour long drama series. Yeah. But yeah, I digress. That is my rating. So let's say something nice. Um, yeah. yeah, so something nice. Uh, it's a really strong horror movie in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. you had me. Mm-hmm. Really good, and the acting's really good, too. So, yep. Yeah. So, ditto. Also, Amon. Yeah. Amon is hot. Amon is really good looking. Yep, and we get to see him work out. Yes. Yep, so can't complain. Those are my two nice things. Um, and now the question, our namesake, did they have to? Mm, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm going to say yes, too. And I think it's just because I love the first season of the anime so much. I'm, I wonder back on the second season. But it's a really good series. And it's a really good story. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's sometimes like there's stuff that there's just some things that don't have to be a live action. And there's some things that do that, that I will stand by and say that they do. So I, I will say this one is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And with that, where can they find us, Kate? You can find the podcast at DYHT underscore pod on Twitter. It is where we're active. It's where you can talk to us and it's where you can join the conversation and you can find me at Obamath Reindeer on Twitter, where I'm just making really sexy Oscar Isaac vampire castings, and that's all. I pre- you were making the content that people <laughs> need. I mean, if you like, have you used the gif of him? Fingers? Uh, no, but I've had many people put that on mine. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, no, that's good. And y'all can also find me. On Twitter, it's at L-A underscore N-E-Y underscore S-H-A. You know, you can usually find me there throwing out cosplay inspirations from Fashion Nova and Forever 21. Who knows? Maybe I'll have something for y'all before Halloween. Um, But yeah, that's about it. And with that, will Kate write a Oscar Isaac vampire movie by by next year? Mm -hmm. Um, will we ever be able to watch Tokyo Ghoul S on Funimation? Um, and will Kate's taste buds ever come to their senses and not like candy corn? Find out next time on Digital.
You have to. Really, girl? Really? Yep. <laughs> really? You're going to shave a candy corn? Yep. That's what you're going to do. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I still love you. I still love you. Uh-huh. Enjoy your sugar wax candy. Oh my god. Happy spooky season. Oh dear. <laughs>